Well, the upshot of that gospel is that Christ is bad for the the pig business in in the territory of the Gadarenes. They threw him out of town because all of their their herd of 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 many swine were destroyed. This um, the first reading today about the exile of Ishmael is part of a series of readings we have during this year one of daily readings. Yesterday, we missed that key reading about the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. And, um, and we've had in recent days Abraham interceding for Sodom and, and um, negotiating with God not to destroy that wicked city, that perverse city, very much like our own um, New York City, perhaps. <laughs> you know, I mean, that kind of perversion is, is widely promoted. I was speaking with my sister yesterday about it, and she said, one of my sisters, I have wonderful sisters, God has blessed me with that. She's pregnant with her eighth child. She's 44. She was born in 76 and has not yet had her birthday. But she um, she was saying, you know, it was interesting that uh, she's in Kentucky. She married a good Kentucky, old Catholic family in Kentucky, uh, Langfells. They, they're there from probably, the, certainly the time of, of the beginning of that diocese, 1808. But um, anyway, he, um, which was Bardstown, Kentucky, that was the outer diocese. It was, it was see, Baltimore divided into New York, Philly, um, and Bardstown, and I think Boston at the same time, not sure. Yeah, I think it was Boston. It was those four divided from Baltimore, which was the primatial sea. But anyway, she was telling me, she, we were talking about that negotiating with God, and she, what was her point? Her point was that the ten, oh, that God couldn't even find ten just men in that perverse city. That enormous perverse city, which is remarkable. And you know why? Because the perversion of homosexuality is so perverse that it's not content with staying in the closet. It needs to corrupt everyone. You have to have a parade. And everybody has to join in the parade or else you will be destroyed by them. And that's why it has to be rooted out. And that's why God destroyed the city. And it, it, Except one family, the family of Lot. That was yesterday's reading. I'll go back and look at it. If you want to... It, 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 well, and then Lot's wife liked the perversion, and there she stood, a pillar of salt to this day, the scripture says. Um, it's, though these chapters of Genesis 16 to 21 are very instructive about God's choosing a holy people and sanctifying them, and that sanctifi- sanctification... Please close that door. We will... We will we will be. We will not be happy. If you, okay. So um, what was I saying? I forgot. But um, oh, it was these chapters of Genesis 16 to 21 are very important about the foundation of God's holy people, and that foundation takes a purification. You do not have holiness without penance, without um, discipline. This is the, the feast we're celebrating today, the early martyrs of the Roman church. 
I was, I'm reading a book, great book, I, I think I mentioned it to you. No, I didn't mention it to you, but I mentioned the name of the author, Christopher Dawson, last time. But I'm reading The Making of Europe in a book club that I'm in. And, um, and there he says, the first age of the church was the age of the martyrs. The blood of, of the martyrs is the seed of Christians. It's the seedbed of Christians, of the Christian culture, like Christ and the apostles, but, and then the Roman martyrs. But then the next age was the age of the ascetics the Egyptian monks who went out and lived in caves by themselves. You can still see the caves. Turkey is filled with them. The Turks expelled them a century ago. It was a horrible thing that happened in Turkey. But they had been there for 2,000 years and probably before, since before the time of Christ. You know that the Essenes in the time of Christ, they had celibate monasteries. It was the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the Essenes. They're not mentioned explicitly in Scripture, but Josephus mentions them. And we have the Dead Sea Scrolls from them. Very fascinating. Anyway, I'm giving you too much because these chapters of Genesis are really, I think they're crucial to our understanding, the foundation of the life of holiness which God has put in the world. And it's manifested in these two peoples the Arabs and the Jews, who've been fighting each other for 4,000 years, kissing cousins. The cousins have been killed at each other's throats, literally. They're, go, to, go to Israel. Go, to, go and live in, go and live in um, Ramallah for a month and see how... They, they, love, they love Christians, the Palestinians, the Muslims. But, it's, but, but I'll just read you this just to whet your appetite and get you to read these chapters. But this is what the Lord says about Ishmael. He will be a wild man, the father of the Arabs. His hand will be against all men and all men's hands against him. And he shall pitch his tents over against all his brethren. He will be a contrary fellow, (laughs) according to the scripture. And the Jews will prosper. Every nation, the the promise of Judah comes later. The sons of, of Israel and the fourthborn of Israel. And he will prosper in every nation where he goes. I mean, we see it. We've seen it, and he will be expelled, but he'll keep on prospering. He won't, won't be able to get rid of him. But it's a manifestation of God, the work of holiness, which Jesus Christ is the work of holiness in the world, and, and he, it will not, he will not be stopped. And he expels the, the demons. These, it, it, you don't want to put people in ca- races of people in categories of good or evil, but they're symbolic of the spiritual life. And, um, and God calls everyone to follow Jesus Christ. We are, we are spiritual sons of Abraham. And all the sons of Abraham are called to follow the Messiah. 